It was hard to get used to the sky without the aurora in it. He hadn't given it much thought before he came through, how much he'd miss it. He wasn't overly sentimental about those sorts of things, but it was strange to look up and see only an empty blanket of black pockmarked with stars. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a handful of toggles, popping them into his mouth one by one and savoring the taste of the smooth chocolate before biting down softly upon the fruit center. It was his one vice. There was nothing on earth to compare with toggles. So even though it was against the rules to bring something from his universe that did not exist in this one, couldn't resist carrying a bag through the tandem. He ate them compulsively when he was anxious, and they reminded him of home. It seemed to be worth the risk. He had entered this universe through a door that wasn't there. No one saw him do it. Night had fallen several hours before, and the small, quiet stretch of South Kenwood that ran along Bixler Park was empty. His entry was undisturbed. Only a small tremor that rattled the swings on the playground signaled his arrival. He'd taken up his position behind the thick trunk of an oak tree and waited for his analog to appear, twisting the gold KES ring he wore, running his thumb over the inscription on the band, the KES motto, Surpass to Outlast. At 9.40 p.m., Grant Davis left a restaurant on 57th Street with a small group of friends. Thomas watched as Grant said goodbye and separated from the group, jogging across the street with his hands in his pockets. He was on his way. Thomas considered the bizarreness of what was about to happen, what he was about to do. He did have a choice. He could let Grant pass him by, let him walk up the street and disappear into the warm yellow light of the house he shared with his mother, a law professor and an amateur ornithologist, who rode a bicycle to work and bought all her groceries at the neighborhood co-op. But if he wasn't going to do it, then why was he there? Yes, he had a choice, but barely. This was his mission. The general was counting on him, and even though they didn't know it, so were all the citizens of the country he'd pledged a solemn oath to protect and serve. Tonight, the fate of an entire universe rested upon his shoulders. He couldn't go back on his promises now, no matter the doubts that tugged at his mind and asked him, did he really think he was doing the right thing? Grant's footsteps grew louder as he closed the gap between them. Thomas readied himself. This would have to be done with absolute precision. There was no room for error. At least the park was deserted. At least there was no chance of anyone bearing witness to what was about to happen. When Grant was but a few feet from him, Thomas stepped out from behind the tree and raised his eyes to meet his analogs. It was an uncanny thing, meeting one's analog face to face. There was a feeling of unnaturalness to it, as if it betrayed the most fundamental laws of physics, which it did. People were not meant to cross from one universe to another.